Hey guys, it's your girl Mala. And it's your girl Rini, and you're tuned into Big Chat with Mala and Rini. Hey guys, it's your girl Mala. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, before we get started, I just want to say um, thank you to everyone who reached out to me, who sent their sympathies and condolences on the passing of my aunt. I truly appreciate it, you know. Last week's um last week was a bit rough for me, so that's why there was no new episode. But we're back, like we never left. And I just want to say thank you, all of your sympathies, texts, calls, messages, all of that are truly and greatly appreciated. Me and my family, we really, really, really thank you guys for that. It was. It was expected, but of course, with death, you know, it's always hard, especially when it's someone so close and so dear to you. So, just want to say thanks, guys. Really appreciate that. But this week, we are going to jump right into it, and we are talking about marriage and relationships. And, you know, just it pertaining to our culture. You know, um, I know for me... It was never really something that was expected, like, oh, you have to get married or like it was forced upon or anything like that. Because, I mean, for me, it was like, OK, you can't date. You, I couldn't date when I was in high school. Then when I get to college, it's like you need to focus on your college education. But then it was like, OK, now you're finished with college. Where are the boys kind of thing? But it wasn't it wasn't something that it was like, OK, you know, like how some people say from they were little, they knew like, oh you had to get married like your parents always were were forcing well yeah you could say like forcing their expectations on you when it came to that kind of thing for me it wasn't like that I don't know how do you feel um I'm kind of the same can you hear me yeah um I'm kind of the same um they didn't really say anything about marriage of course I couldn't even talk to boys my father said I can't date till I'm 40 and everything just like you it's about education like they pushed that so much that it was like when you're gonna have time to you know be dating anybody like I could barely go outside and play much less be talking about I'm dating somebody where we gonna go to my living room can't even do that because they wouldn't even let exactly. me I didn't really invite a lot of people to my house so it wasn't like that I mean did I date in secret <laughs> yeah Oh yeah. I mean oh, definitely. school we was at school majority of the time, so you, you could see whoever you wanted once you was at school, so it was, it was what it was, but exactly like marriage, I mean I don't know. I didn't really think about it, especially since like in my family, marriage is like sometimes it's kinda hit or miss in a sense. Yeah. It's like Yeah. Some people do get married. Some people don't get married. Like, my parents been married since, like, the early 90s or whatever. And, I mean, they were together way before that. Like, I feel like a lot of people in the Caribbean be together for, like, three quarters of their lifetime. And then be like, oh, yeah, maybe we should just, you know. Some people get married. Some people don't. Like, they just stay together. They just be together. I'm just like, okay. I mean, to tell you the truth, that is so true because I have a great aunt and she was with this man, had how many kids with this man? Those kids had kids and they got married. They were probably like in their 
60s, maybe even 70s when they got married. They're older now. Well, he passed away. May he rest in peace. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I think it all depends on your culture. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very and, it's very different for each, especially the islands. Like it's very different on each island. Like I know some people yeah. that still have arranged marriages. I know some people that, you know, yeah. that were married really young. I, I know my grandmother. I don't think she ever got married, and she got like two baby daddies. So, I mean, yeah, and I also think, the time that they grew up in. And I feel, okay, this is my thing. Like, I knew that, yes, my mother wanted me to get married because she wanted to see me walk down the aisle and all that. But even though I'm married, she didn't get that. So I have to give that to her. <laughs> you get so, some grandkids. Let me tell you something. First off, first off, this year, because next week is going to be 10 years that me and my husband have been married. Yeah, 10 years. And... This year was supposed to be the big shebang, and then Rona showed up and just mashed up my plans, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, but it was like, I knew my mom wanted me to get married, but I didn't know how much it really meant to her until I actually got married and didn't have that big wedding, wedding kind of thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, like, she really wanted me to have, like, you know, the whole traditional wedding, you go to the church, or... You know, with the pastor there, you know, everybody come and enjoy and stuff like that. I didn't know that that's what she wanted. I didn't know that. It, no, let me not say I didn't know that that's what she wanted. I didn't know that it would matter to her As that much. much. Right. Exactly. And I mean, for me, marriage, I can't even say like, oh, the only people I can think of, yes, my mother has been married going on 23 years, but she got married when I was, what, 14, 13? Yeah, like 13. So, I mean, yes, I knew what marriage was. My aunt has been married almost 30 years. So I knew what marriage was, but it was not like I had this ideal thing of what I wanted in a marriage. And I never had that conversation with my mother. Like, I never had a conversation with my mother about boys and what it meant to be in a relationship with someone, you know? So it's like, okay, I never had that conversation about relationships. I'm going to have a conversation about marriage because before the marriage has to come the relationship because we're not, we're not in the culture of arranged marriages here, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was just, it's like, yeah, it's just like, um, For me, especially when it comes to relationships, everything that I really learned about relationships either came from TV or my friends, to be honest. Or just like rolling with the punches kind of thing. Right. I knew about weddings. Exactly. I can't say that I knew about marriage, about the actual relationship between the man and the woman. And the thing about it is my parents, um, they have a kind of a, not a unique setup because I think a lot of people's parents are like this, especially like from the Caribbean and stuff like that, where my dad lives majority in Antigua. He does not live in the United States. Like he's a citizen. He could live here, but he chooses not to because he works more down there and he's more accustomed to that, that way of life. So, like, I wasn't always around my parents and around them, like, you know, as a couple. So, it's not like I was going to be basing my 
relationship off of that funny thing my life turned out to be <laughs> pretty much like that because for the first couple years of my marriage it was like my husband was in the military so he was like pretty much away and I was here working and whatever else like yeah. living whatever my life I guess so in a sense I did follow in their footsteps and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie I got comfortable in that it's what kind you were, of role because it's like I had my I had my life like yeah I got accustomed to it like I had my life I did things to keep myself busy for missing him and blah 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 but it was like like we function fine apart and then coming back together and now that he's out of the military it's like I have to like relearn this whole person like you know over the years you change you don't you don't necessarily remain the same person so now it's like we're dating again like we're like courting mm-hmm. again like we're basically trying to talk to each other like so it's crazy it's crazy how I did not yeah. aim for that but that's basically what ended up happening where we you know but my parents still they get do. like I've seen kids them. sometimes and they be annoying and I feel like yeah when they're now that they're older I feel like they do it even more I don't know if they're just trying to annoy me or if they don't have to worry about all the rest of the stuff so now mm-hmm. they can really just worry about each other so it's like like yeah they're like two high school kids I came with them and I, I just I don't know they be acting like she, my my got my grandson my grandson lord have mercy my mother's grandson my nephew has the same way he be like oh yeah Auntie Olivet and yeah she over there talking to I her remember when I'm he like said, don't teach my mother these kind of slang words when he told her oh she's and gonna now. go see her mans in them I almost fell out <laughs> yeah like, bro, I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, this can't be life. This can't be it. Mm-hmm. They be having me cracking up. Like, my parents are a trip. My, they're always like play fighting with each other. They argue. My dad likes to put me on sides. He'd be like, no, my daughter's gonna come for me. She's gonna have to like pull me off of you because I'm gonna have to <laughs> jump on you and body slap me. I'm like, daddy, you ain't doing none of that. My dad is soft, in case nobody knew. Like, my dad ain't never even hit me. I think he raised his voice at me one time in my life, all 30 odd years. So, all this Not body slamming and wrestling moves he's planning to do, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like for me, yeah, I mean, brother. I saw, like, I saw my stepfather, because my mother and my father, they broke up when I was little. So, when it came to my mother and my stepfather, like, I saw the little, you know, he'll kiss her or he'll he'll play with her kind of thing and I'm like you know that's cute and all but that's all that I saw so I really didn't know like the background like I don't know if they argued it wasn't until I got older like I'm older you know now that I'm married with my own family like me and my mom are having these kinds of conversations you know and it feels good to have these conversations with her because it now it makes me see like okay you're not perfect he's not perfect y'all marriage wasn't perfect I wish I would have seen that before because in my mind, it was like, oh, this is what marriage should be. Like, everything is good and dandy, you know? And then you get married and you're like, wait, hold up. Where's the manual? Like, where's the manual? Ain't nobody telling me that this is going to happen or this is this. And And then you're learning. Like, for me, I had to learn to, to accept him for who he is. 
you know how a lot of people they get into relationships and they want this person yeah. to change this and change that and change this and that. It's like, but I don't want him to change me. Why would I want to change him? So I right. had to learn that right. for myself. Like, okay, Marla, this is the type of person he is. Not he's not a nasty person. He's not a disrespectful person. He's nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I could count how many times we've ever had an argument and. To tell you the truth, we have an argument, he bunny splits, and then we good to go. I don't think, no, I'm being so serious. <laughs> like, oh, it's man. never been to a point where we got into such an argument that we just, we weren't talking for days on hand or anything like that. Because me, and this is something that I didn't learn from anyone, I just knew for myself. I was like, I'm not going to go to bed angry with my husband because I never know what could happen. So I'm yeah, not going to go to that. bed I angry with him and then the, the following morning uh, I don't wake up or he doesn't wake up and the last thing is oh we had this big fight and then it's like okay we had a fight over what? Something so simple and trivial. You know what I'm saying? So I always try to resolve the situation. Let's figure out what we can do. Sometimes he'd be like, yo, to tell you the truth, it ain't really bother me. But you kept stressing it. So then it started to bother me. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I had to learn. Like, okay, if he says that yeah. he's cool, then he's cool. Leave it alone. I'm still learning that because sometimes I'm like, are you sure? You okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm good. And I'm still asking him. So it's like, I'm, I'm still trying to process like, okay, Marla, if he says that he's good, he's good. When he's ready, if he's not good, he'll come to me and say, you know, like, oh, the other day, X, Y, and Z, whatever, whatever. Maybe just right now, he doesn't want to talk about it. And... No, yeah, okay. I like, and I feel like I didn't learn that. Like, I didn't learn that from my mom. You know what I'm saying? Because with my mother's relationship, if you upset, I'm the parent. That's It is what it is. You're just going to be upset. And like I said, I've never seen her and my stepfather really argue or get into anything where I can say I saw them apologize to each other. Or I saw, you know, a resolution from it. So the resolution. It's like, it's a lot of stuff. Like I said, it's a lot of stuff you learn just rolling with the punches. And then, you know, you watch your movies and your your TVs and your friends and cousins or whoever you're really close with. And you hear their stories or you watch their stories on TV. And you're like, oh, I wish it was this or I wish it was that. But your reality is different. You know? And then a lot of relationships have some yes, but each relationship is different. And when it comes to marriage, I feel like you have to have a solid relationship before you get married. You have to have a solid relationship. You cannot just get married like that. You know what I'm saying? And when I say solid relationship, I'm not saying you got to date someone for five, six years. I'm not saying that. But you need to know that person. Whether it takes you three months, six months, three years, whatever. I'm not going to say six, seven years. Because I'm not being with whatever. nobody for no seven years and ain't getting no ring. That ain't happening. It's, it's not happening for me. I can't do it. But, you know, take time to get to know the person. You have people out there who are married and they couldn't even tell you, okay, my 
significant other, their favorite color is this, or they like to do that, or their favorite place to go is this. They don't even know those things. I don't know those things. I don't know those things. Okay, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) The thing about, okay, like, Franklin is not it's not a normal he, oh, I don't know I'm just saying he's not a normal person and our relationship is anything but normal so like even if I ask him like yo what's your favorite color he's gonna be like yeah I mean I had that he's like one of those people you just kind of like when we first started dating I knew him like I could tell you what he eat what he don't eat what he like what he don't yeah. like but like mm-hmm. I said, over the years and him being away and being in the army and you the military and traveling and basically having a bunch of experiences, his tastes are like, I mean, there are some things that I know for, for a fact and there are other things I'm just like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And I'm not pressed about it. I don't feel like that makes us any less close. It's just there are some things that I do and don't know. I'm pretty sure if I ask him what's my favorite color, he probably gonna say something off the wall. I don't even know. Or he might get the answer right. But see, but see, but you see what I, you said? There like are certain said, things that I knew I'll all of those I things when y'all first started dating. Because you took interest. But you know what I'm saying? You took oh, interest yeah, I he was in what he jump. liked from what he did. Like, yes, over the years, things change. I've had, di- I've had 50 million different favorite colors since I was like 12, 13. You know what I'm saying? But you took an interest. You have some right. people that they don't take an interest in what their partner likes with, or what their partner likes to do or likes to eat or anything like that. They're just off of a lot of people that I that I know and a lot of them are divorced now. It was security. Oh, he takes care of me. Okay, financially he takes care of you but what about your emotional what about your spiritual what about your mental what about you know those things mental. yeah even Hell, sometimes you're physical you know because my husband when he gets into his habit of i'm gonna do a cleanse he'll be looking at me like so you doing this cleanse with me or not and he will buy all the ingredients needed. He'll buy the vitamins, whatever is needed. And he will stick through it. If it's a week, he'll do the whole week. If me now, I might do three days and be back to where I started. You know what I'm saying? But he will, exactly, he will include me in things he like that. It. And that's what I'm saying. It's like some people, they don't even take an interest in their partner. It's like, yeah, he takes care of me. Okay, yes, he takes care of the bills. But when he comes home, do y'all talk? Do y'all get to hang with each other? You know what I'm saying? Do y'all have movie night? Do y'all do anything together? And then when you look at it, it's like, nah, we don't really do nothing. Then what is he really there for? He can't, he can't just be your financial stability. And I feel like, can you and pay I, my like I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to judge anybody, but I'm not few people who are divorced because they did not know their partner. They didn't have the relationship part of their marriage. They didn't. You know what else is kind of hard? I feel like some people are they have a hard time 
like being vulnerable they have a hard time letting you in and you may feel like you know a person but then you know you guys get deep into the relationship you get married and then they start to peel back the layers and you're just like why did you never divulge these issues that you may have because they didn't want you to see them mm-hmm. as you know less than what they wanted you to see it's, it's you want to have someone that you can be open with and vulnerable and so on and, and sometimes and this is on both sides men and women yep. they have these walls built up and then you are now stepping into their city the city that's behind these walls now you made a whole commitment now you guys are living together and being married and so on and so forth and like I didn't live with yeah, my husband before I got married so it's like really? so it's like okay now I have to see all these other parts to you that I didn't see because at the end of the date you leave you go home I mm-hmm. go home whatever the case is y'all separate part ways whatever living with a person day in day out it's almost sometimes it can be like night and day like you feel like it's a whole nother person which is why sometimes some marriages don't work or some people just have unrealistic expectations i try to be as realistic as possible because i know that i'm not perfect i know that i have flaws and that there's stuff that people have to deal with when they deal with me so it's like all right i have to kind of and i had a few years where i was a hypocrite yep i'll no, be like you need to be doing x y and z and then when somebody says to me i'll be like um but I'm not gonna or I would falter or I would fall and I would fail at doing what they're expecting of me but I had expectations of them so then I had to I literally Mm -hmm. looked at myself one day and was just like yo you're being a hypocrite so you need to just revamp your thinking you need to change your own mind you need to figure out like okay if you're not gonna be on a hundred all the time you can't expect somebody else to be on a hundred all the time so you have to be able to just kind of find a balance it's not easy I do not I don't care I don't know how this is going to sound but I'm not a 100% always an advocate for marriage because sometimes yep. people work better without that piece of paper there aren't always reasons like that outweigh you guys just staying in a relationship as opposed to you guys being married I know a lot of people that stayed together 20 odd years 30 years mm-hmm. no piece of paper then they get married, they get divorced. It's like, what? So how did you get through all those other years? And it's also a kind of a thing where sometimes I think about marriage and it's like, that piece of paper can basically stop yeah. you from walking away from a toxic situation. Because now you're kind of, not necessarily stuck, but you're stuck because it's like, and you have that to go through why, a whole other process to remove yourself from the situation. That is why they so say it's like you really have it's to, easy you have to, to get sure. married, it's hard to get divorced. So if you know that that ain't what you want to do, or if you feel comfortable in your situation, leave it like them saying. If it ain't broke, exactly, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So if we together for 20 years and we ain't been married and we good, both of us are good, forget what other people say. Marriage may work for them. Yes. But for us, this works. And if this is what we like, let us continue in our peace and harmony here. Because a lot of those people who are married, they they seem happy, but they may not be happy. 
you know yep I tell people like you can't exactly. worry about everybody else you have to worry about what makes you happy because at the end of the day you gotta live with yourself you gotta live with this person I mean if you guys are living in peace and harmony everything is taken care of y'all are moving together making moves together you know investing doing things together there is no guarantee that marriage yeah. is gonna what further solidify that it, I'm not gonna force or push marriage to someone or whatever the case is just because you know my religion may say or mm-hmm. that's just what's expected alright kids are expected and I ain't got no kids and everybody and their mother keep trying to tell me I need to have one but if I know that having a child is going to put another set of stress on me and I feel that way and when I think shouldn't. about children then I'm not going to push it if it happens great awesome I will deal with it as I have to but I know me and I know my mindset and it's like if that's how I think or if I think like if I still have that inkling of fear I mean you're always going to have that fear there's nobody that's prepared for motherhood or fatherhood as much as they may think they are but yeah but I know I know myself like I know myself and I know my partner it's not like and they can say they ready all they want. Somebody, like my partner might say, okay, he ready to have a kid. Okay, you ready to have a kid. But when the kid get here, I'm not finna be doing 3,000% mm-hmm. and you doing just 100. Like, and people don't really pay attention to all of those things. Like, if you realize in your marriage that you're putting in more than the other person might be putting in, you think that when, they, when you exactly. have a child, they're gonna what? Kick it into high gear? So I'm not, listen, everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. Each person is different. It's down to like even the smallest things are different in each and every relationship. And it's like, you just have to be mindful of what you're doing. Be mindful of your relationship. Pay attention to the signs. Don't think that red flags are going to go away if you get married. Don't think that if he gives you a ring that now he belongs to you. Like just, you have to, you have to really... Be mindful of your situation. Be mindful of the other person. And just, you know, really pay attention. Just pay attention and just know the person. Like, that's the best thing you can yeah. do. The best thing you can do is really get to know your partner. Find out how they feel about children. Exactly. You married to them and, and that's you what don't I mean. want them. Okay? Find out what exactly. their parents are like. Find out what their house, the home life was like. Because they may have some things hidden deep down that they didn't even realize they got going on. And boom, now the kid come in the picture and the baby cry too much the dude mm-hmm. start to snap or you start to snap because there's a lot of things that's generational that's you know psychological that we may not have dealt with throughout our entire life because we haven't been faced with something right. that's gonna spark that or trigger it so now it's like so that, you really just have to you know, have conversations what, you know when you guys go on dates what I mean always go to the movies go places like, where you get talk. to know someone and know their favorite color I didn't really mean like know their favorite color but get to know them you know what I'm saying and right. that is something that a lot of people lack they don't get to know their partner and then you end up in a relationship where this person doesn't want a kid or this person only wants one kid and now you want five you know things like that right. I mean I'm hoping that people interact more with us just let us know you know like how you deal with I mean 
honestly, I be seeing people with these like they're not picture perfect marriages, but you know, it's nice. They have an mm-hmm. army and they still they do argue. And all of that goes into the whole the whole shebang. Knowing how to deal with conflicts, how to resolve conflicts. I feel like the talking or over talking thing mm-hmm. might be a Virgo um, attribute. Because I know a lot of Virgos, we like to be very clear. We want to know, like, I want to know, like, when that, when I get to the end of the argument, I want to know where we stand, where your mind frame is at. I need to know, like, and that's how I am. I'm, I'm like that even with my friends. I'd be like, listen, mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, you know, are we cool? Are we not cool? Do you need some more time? And they, sometimes other people just be like, I'm okay. Like, I'm good. We good. And in my head, I'm going, that does exactly. not mean what you're saying. Because I know sometimes when I say it, that ain't what it means. I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine sometimes can translate to I'm dying. Like, I'm literally overwhelmed. I have no idea where I'm standing right now. I am on shaky ground. I'm standing on sand. Like, I'm barely making it. But I'll still say I'm fine because I don't want to bother people. I don't want to make a big deal out of something. And so sometimes when people say things to me, I'm reading between the lines, between the letters, like, in the font. (laughs) I'm in the color of the text. Like, I'm all in between it because that's how my brain is my brain works like that like i'll literally have a whole yeah. argument in my head before i open my mouth to start the argument because i gotta mentally prepare myself like what if they say this what if they say it's over what if like overthinking really is the the killer of joy no lie but you know it's something that i i know that i have to deal with like and when people say things to me please understand that i am dissecting it and then right. two three days later I might still be dissecting it I may not bring it to you but that's probably what's going on in my head I'm still thinking about it or it may come back up yeah. at a random yeah. time in the future and I'll just be like hmm. Hmm. yeah hey, kids. I definitely trust me oh. I understand exactly where you're coming from I, I totally get it because that's just how it is for me as well. Like, I overthink. And I mean, I don't know. It's good to overthink and then it's not good to overthink. It depends on the situation when it comes to overthinking. Yeah, because sometimes when I feel like I'm being played for a fool, I will definitely overthink some things. And when I come to the person with the scenario depending on who they are sometimes they don't know how to handle it they don't know how to and i'll be like i need you to understand that right. i thought about this from 16 different angles so if you come at me with angle 17 and i'm be like mm, exactly. that ain't that ain't cope that ain't cope with what i just thought and i'll tell you i'll tell you the different angles of how i thought about things i'll be like listen it could have been this or it could have been this and one can be benign and one can be malignant it just depends on and of course, people are going to try to cover themselves and say that it's not this, it's not that. But, you know, at the end of the day, as long as I get my point across and they, really what I want you to do is understand me. But most people think that you're trying to win an argument. I'm not trying to win nothing. Mm-hmm. I want you to see where I'm coming from. I face that in my marriage a lot. I face that in a lot of my friendships, too, because I say things and I'm telling you how I'm feeling and you're hearing that I'm mad at you or that you did something wrong or you're the problem instead of hearing okay I did this and now she feels this and 
you know, yeah. how do we resolve that? How do we move forward from that? A lot of people only hear the blame. And I'd be like, oh, y'all are killing me with this. I'm I'm the one that's wrong or just basically forcing it back onto themselves. And to me, in my mind, sometimes it's like, are you trying to play the victim right now? Because I'm pretty sure mm. that I am the victim, but okay. It's just a lot. It's a lot dealing with other humans. And sometimes it just makes me feel like, it makes me think about how other people function in their relationships and nowadays like relationships are not as like they're very complicated I don't know how to explain it they're very complicated like I know people that are polyamorous you gotta I break down people when that, you're saying you terms know, you gotta break it down for rather be with don't know what those words are right. so polyamorous basically is like they have the ability to love multiple people. Right. They have the ability to literally put themselves into multiple relationships and kind of mm-hmm. build that perfect person with multiple people. So, like, each person may give them a part of what they need and they already know, like, a committed, like, marriage. And you see, I feel like that. that's a problem because some there's no perfect person. There are some people so someone like that to me is like you're always going to find someone else because you're looking for this perfect person and you're looking okay this person has that perfect trait this person has that perfect trait it's like nobody is perfect so they don't have a perfect trait so people like that for me it may work for them but I feel like they are just they're looking for something that is unattainable unattainable I mean I'm not going to say that the person's looking for perfection I think that they have come to the realization that there is nobody that's perfect and I mean in their searching maybe they will find a person that balances them gives them you know what they need not necessarily always just what they want but like I said, I mean, everybody's mm-hmm. different. Everybody's lifestyle is different. And I'm not against that because I feel like sometimes, I don't know, I just come to a point in my life where I don't always want to deal with a person when I don't want to deal with them. Like, when I get to a point where I'm just like, not really fed up, but frustrated in the sense where I need to step all the way away from the situation. And there's another person that may offer, and I'm. this is not always just a physical thing. Sometimes it's an emotional thing. Sometimes it's one of those things where a person can see you in a way mm-hmm. that you just need to be seen in that moment. And so polyamory may work for other people because they feel like maybe what they have inside is so much to give that one person yeah. may not be able to carry what they got. To me, it just, it, 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 I mean, it comes down to the person. It comes down to how they do things. If you're going to be polyamorous and you're, you know, upfront about your lifestyle, the way you are, and the other person knows that, you know, you are not going to be the only person that I speak to. You're not going to be the only person that they may even sleep with. I feel like that honesty and keeping them the open lines of communication help in that kind of situation. Because at the end of the day, if you go home and you're at peace with yeah. yourself and you're happy, all right, 
and everybody else that's in the situation knows what it is and they're fine everybody's basically looking out for one another okay it's almost like living in a commune each one is looking out for the other everybody is a part of this giant web and they're just realizing okay these are the parts that i'm taking care of this person take care of this for me i take care of that for them i make sure that you know they're healthy i'm healthy everybody's looking out for the benefit yeah, it of ain't the happening person. over here in this marriage it ain't happening and, i mean that's and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that i mean like i said it it's a person to person right. nobody is perfect and if you go into things with that mindset then great if your lifestyle includes more people than others, okay. There are some people that have multiple husbands, some people that have multiple wives. I mean, some people culturally have multiple wives, and that's just how things function. And they, it works for them. If it works for you and everybody is happy, and when I say happy, I mean like they're literally like happy. There are people that are very yeah. happy in that lifestyle. Okay. Some people ain't. It is what it is. Just find what makes you happy and try to work towards that. And also remember that your happiness begins within. A lesson I'm learning every and you know, single day. Um, just to kind of like bring things back to, you know, our culture and stuff like that. I feel like for me, my mom and my aunt, they definitely taught me self-worth. So it's like, yes, you're worthy. You know, so I've always had that. But then in the society that I live in, it's like, yeah, you're worthy, but you'll be more worthy if you had a man kind of thing. And that mm-hmm. was that was always in the back of my head. Like, yes, I know I'm worthy. I know that I'm, I'm, I'm a queen, but I'm supposed to have a king. I should have a king. Not saying that my mom never told me that. Like, my mother was never like, oh, you need a man in your life to be whoever you want to be. No. Her and my aunts, they were definitely like, you could be an independent woman. But at the same time, I'm having, I'm seeing my friends in their relationships and I'm seeing my family members in their relationships. And it's like, oh, you don't have a boyfriend yet? Where's your boyfriend? Or, you know, things like that. Oh, this person is getting married. That person is getting married. How come you're not getting married? You know? So it's like, okay, yes. I'm supposed to be this independent woman, but I should also have a man. And I never had anyone to kind of teach me how to balance that. Like, you're supposed to be an independent woman, meaning that you can provide for yourself. But for me being a heterosexual, because, you know, there are people who are homosexuals and, you know, like who they like. But for me as a heterosexual, Uh it's like, okay, yes, you're an independent woman. Not that, not that you have and to have a man, man, but you should have a partner that's, that balances you, that's compatible to you, that can make you happy. That's like how you can make them happy. Not more so as, oh, you need him to make your life better kind of thing. Like, no, y'all need to make a better life with each other, not for me or me for him kind of thing, you know? And that was something that it was never taught to me, so I was just going with the wind. You know, you kiss a couple of frogs until you get to your prince kind of thing. And 
I learned a lot in my dating journey to know what I liked from what I didn't like, what I wanted from what I didn't want, what I needed from what I didn't need. And that led me to where I am today. And I I want to have that kind of conversation with my daughter and my son when they get older and they're, you know, they're they're intrigued about you know, my daughter for boys or whatever, and my son for girls. And I want to be able to have that relationship where they could come to me and I could be like, you know what? You need to know what you want for yourself, for your relationship, what you're going to allow, what you're not going to allow, so that whomever you date, they know up front. I'm not going to come with no bullshit because this person doesn't like it or that person doesn't like it. And you don't go into a relationship with no bullshit either. Because it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? You can't be looking for something, but then you're coming with the opposite. Right. And when I mean the opposite, yes, opposites attract, but I mean like, okay, you want somebody to respect you, but you can't go into the relationship disrespecting that person. Yep. You know, things like that. And that is something I feel should be spoken about more with parents and their kids coming of age and things like that. I mean, marriage and relationships, none of it is perfect. There's no perfect person, so there will no there will not be a perfect relationship, a perfect marriage. But there will be two people who are enough for each other. And you will know it. You know what I'm saying? You will definitely know it. But I'm yeah, guys. So that's our episode for this week. We're gonna have the question of the week. Please make sure that you stop by and you drop those comments on IG and Facebook. And as always, we'll see you next week, same time, same place. And you've been listening to Big Chat with Mola and Rini. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey guys, it's Rini. Just wanted to let you know you can follow us on Instagram at Big Chat WMR and on Facebook at Big Chat with Mola and Rini. Check us out, Big Chat with Mola and Rini, dropping every Wednesday at 8 p.m.